And I'm Alicia. Welcome to another episode of Tea Over Interiors. Thank you so much for joining us today, listeners. Today we are talking how to carve a space for yourself within your home to create your zen. But before we get to that, Alicia, I need to know, girl, what you sipping on? Girl, you're going to be like, you are corny, you are corny, good old-fashioned. Okay. That's what I feel like today. I'm going to put some canned milk. My mama calls it canned milk. But I'm having purple chocolate tea again. The one I said my sister bought me. I love this tea. Thanks again, Trisha. I love my sister. So we give her a shout out. Nice, nice. I want to suggest to our listeners to create a space within their home that helps them feel more at ease. So let's say you're like, well, I don't really think I have a space right now. Spend some time walking through different areas of your home and really honing into how that space makes you feel. And if you're like, you know what? I like being in this little corner for some reason. Maybe there's nothing in the corner currently. Use that as a springboard to create an area within that space just for yourself. So maybe you want to use that space, a new hobby you have. Maybe you're learning how to knit. Maybe you want to use that space to read to play Wordle in the morning. Use that space to practice a new, I don't know, meditation or something. Go ahead and give yourself permission to set up that space for yourself. So that way you have a reason to be in that area that energizes you and brings you happiness. So that's my suggestion for creating a little corner of Zen in your home. And I mean, it's anywhere. Like I was talking to one of my friends and she was like, you should talk about that. So I was telling her how I couldn't find a quiet place. So I'd wake up a little early in the morning and I would actually go into the closet in my kitchen. I'd take the little stool, put it in a closet and I'd sit there in the darkness in the closet and meditate. Was that closet like a walk-in closet? Yeah, it's like a walk-in pantry. I don't know if it's underneath our stairs. Okay, so it has some depth. Yeah, it has some depth and there's like shelves and there's a space down the center. So I would just go in there and I would just meditate. You can meditate anywhere and you could also carve any space for yourself. Just as long as you find a space just for yourself that you can do what it is that you want to do that keeps you calm and keeps you centered. Because there are so many distractions and there's so much going on in the world that we don't even realize how these things are affecting us. And your home should be your safe haven and it should be a place where you feel comfortable to carve out a space for yourself is a place where you drink tea like alicia's sitting on her sun porch right now she's drinking tea right in the corner in her favorite chair if i can just share with you how important this new sunroom is i can't tell you like remember that shelf that had all that clutter on it i just added two more plants to it it's only going to have green plant on it and white containers is it going to be a seedling garden or It's like my shelf of life. That's what I'm calling it. Look. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm only putting green stuff with white pots on it. I'm not going to clutter it. And some of those are herbs. And of course, as the summer comes in, it's all about the green plants. And I don't want to make it like a forest down here. I just want to have like nice green. These windows are so amazing. And very soon, those windows are going to have shutters on them. Remember I told you about the shutters? Because right now, 
I'm in a fishbowl. Everybody who's doing their run for the day, they're like, hey, I'm like, uh-uh. I don't want to say hey to you. I just want to be by myself in my zen. I wish that I lived someplace that had this beautiful, I wish this was in the back of the house. Because if this was in the back of the house, I would not put anything to these windows. It'd be open like this all the time. Yeah, I know. But it is what it is. It's facing the neighbors. It's looking at the car in the driveway. It's on the side of the house. So I'm going to do the shutter thing. But can I ask you a question? Lately, I like to, when I think of something that I feel could possibly be like a negative or something that I don't like, I try to reframe it to see where I can find the positive. So what's negative? The fact that it doesn't face the back? The fact it doesn't face the back, the neighbors saying, hey. I I mean, I don't really mind the neighbors saying, hey, someone from the fire department who's a very nice guy. And remember when I first bought my house, they came and they installed the fire detectors one day and I was sitting out there. It was like last Sunday and the fire chief guy who came to my house to put in the fire alarms, it was like, hey, and they were beeping the fire truck. (laughs) Like, really? So bad. I didn't really engage because I was on the telephone. I was probably talking to you. We're probably doing our, our podcast. And he got down the road and I guess he was like, oh, she totally blew me off. So then he called me. He was like, oh, I just wanted to say hi, blah, blah, blah. Because normally, I know, but this was like the fire truck, like the city fire truck. How do you hide from freaking fire truck? I was like, oh my God. So it's not that it's bad because I really like people. How to reframe, how to reframe. Let's hear. I need some, some tips reframing. So let's look for the positive. So the positive is that I can engage with the community. You get vitamin D while you're out there because the sun and the light shines through so easily. So it's supporting you. And although right now the neighbors can see you, it's okay because it shows how much love your community has for you. Oh, that's lovely. Imagine being outside where people can see you and they just ignore you. In your case, they're not ignoring you. So that just shows you how much love you have so that's true okay so let's think about that next time a neighbor passes by and says hello let's just give the wave back and be like well i am love yeah i I appreciate that i can keep my love in the inside i can share my love as a listener the next time you're thinking about something in, in your home that makes you feel unpleasant let's do a reframe and let's think about how we can spin it to something more positive we live in a time where A lot of people keep to themselves because they're afraid to open up. They don't want to be vulnerable because they don't want to get dismissed by other people. So in your case, let's just think about that. How we're able to be a light to someone else. I like that. I'm down there. I visualize me sitting here in this spot for three years. And today I'm here. It's amazing how God works. And there's really nothing that you can't create, which is why I know that if we keep at it, like this morning, I got up and I was like, oh my God, I don't feel like doing this podcast. But you got to keep at it. You have to keep at it. You can't give up. Even when you're tired. Sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes you're tired. You wanted to give up on the podcast like three weeks ago. I was like, we're not doing that. It's hard. Life is hard. And I don't think your life is any easier than mine or mine is any harder than yours. I know that life can be difficult. And you say reframe it. Okay, it can be difficult. It could be magnificent. It can be challenging. It pushes us to grow. Whatever we want to do, reframing it. The fact of the matter is, sometimes the weight is heavier than we know what to do with. And sometimes it's okay to feel that weight. I'm not saying you have to always push it away. But sometimes after you've sat with that weight for a little while, you have to decide if you're going to allow that weight to continue to hold you down or if you're going to feel the weight to understand what it's trying to tell you and then go ahead and 
release it or reframe it or whatever you got to do to cope with it, to overcome it. So it doesn't have to become a problem in your life. I mean, we're going to all have thoughts. We have like millions of thoughts a minute, right? But you can't be negative and positive at the same time. You'll be surprised how sometimes it will just magically lift itself because your brain is like, okay, I've processed it. You've allowed me to process it. Like normally when I come up, you push me away. But you've actually sat here and said, okay, do with me as you wish. And you've just felt it. So now I can leave because I've been seen. And now I know you're ready to learn your lesson from it. And you now you're ready to move on. So it's good. Talking about the rooms in the house that nurture and make you feel good. What's your room that makes you feel good in your house? My guest bedroom. That's the one I love. It's basically my bedroom. So I carved out space on my console underneath my television. I have a little zone for meditation implements. I have my essential oils that I use inside of my diffuser, which is on the console. I have my mala beads, which I use to repeat my affirmations and I use them during meditation. I have my crystals, which I use to focus my intentions and things like that. What else is there? My incense are there, my incense holder. Oh, and then I have my yoga mat, which is next to it. And then, of course, that's all next to my window where I have a bench and I call it my quote unquote window seat because I sit there. I look out the window and that's also where I do my morning meditation. And then right in front of it, there's a large space. I do my morning stretches and my morning exercises right there. Has the things in it that nurture your soul and make you feel peaceful. And that level of peace or the peace that you have in that space, is it because of the items you have procured for that space or does it have to do with something else? environmentally it's the room that faces the backyard and so that's important so that it's location and it's positioning that's why i love it yeah the other room faces the street and i hate sleeping by the street i hate it even though my block is quiet just looking out the window i don't want to open up the windows wide because it's the street doesn't have that sense of privacy i changed the window treatments in that room to honeycomb shades you can't open them except if you just lift it all the way up. So you right. have some light filtering that comes in, but it's more so privacy. I can open up the curtains in the morning and not feel like people are staring. Not that people stand outside my window and just look up like, what is she doing now? But it's right. just the idea. Right, right, right. I have a new favorite room. I think all of my rooms will be favorites eventually, but I'm working on those a process. My kitchen, I spend the most time in. Between the kitchen and the bedroom, I totally embrace that. Since we do this on Sunday and I am raised old school Christian values type stuff, I feel like this is like, I feel good to do this on Sunday because it feels like a ministry in a way. It feels like church. What is church for me? It feels more like, I don't want to go crazy on the appreciation, but it feels like a time to share and to draw in and collect pieces from the week. Reflect. And reflect. Good, good, good. Yeah. Time for reflection. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay, nice. I want to share something. I am a notoriously private person. I don't share on social, but since the pandemic in 2020, I have 
really shifted my mindset. I've always been a positive person. And during the pandemic, I decided to quiet my mind and I decided to teach myself how to meditate more. So in that journey of meditation, I found Dr. Joe Dispenza, who helps people retrain their brain. So I started teaching myself how to retrain my brain, which led me to finding Jay Shetty, who was a former monk. I love him. You know Jay Shetty? Most people do. Oh, okay. See, I don't follow him on social. I'm a bookworm. He has a book called Think Like a Monk. When I first talked to you about starting this podcast, it was really about wanting to share my journey with people in an indirect way without telling them like, hey, listen, I'm on this wellness journey. I've been on it for a while. It was kind of like, I'll just talk about some things and hopefully it inspires some people. But I just want everyone to know that that's what I've been doing. I've been incorporating a lot of the things that I've learned to help them with their clutter issues and overcoming them. And, you know, I just wanted to share that with everyone. I know I've learned in my lifetime here that as much as we think our experiences are unique, they are not. Many, many, many people share our same feelings, emotions, thoughts, and experience. And I believe we have a great opportunity with all of the social media and stuff that is existing nowadays to share the stuff that's going on in our lives in anticipation that it'll alleviate some of the burden and some of the questions that many people are having if they are just kind of going through stuff in isolation. Mom used to say, no man is an island. And she used to say this thing, you're not unique. And I'm like, dang, that's messed up. What you trying to say? It's like, no, somebody else has the same thing going on. They've thought they've had this happen to them. You're not alone. And this is true. This is very much true. Any questions, you can contact us at uh, hello at tovanteries.com. We would love to hear from you and answer any questions that you may have. Until next week, guys. Tio Venturius is brought to you by Truesdale Morrison Staging and Design. Follow us on Instagram at Truesdale Morrison Design as well as on Facebook. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend and be sure to follow us on Spotify as well as give us a review on Apple Podcasts so that we can grow. We'll see you next week.